Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Talk to Rami. I am so excited today because I have a great friend in the studio. Dr. Play is in the house. He's not only a great friend, but he's an amazing musician, songwriter, entrepreneur, coach, business entrepreneur, and you know, online entrepreneurship, everything that area. But the most important thing is he's a man with a big heart. Dr. Pele, thank you so much for being here. Can I leave now? Because <laughs> that I, just made me want to cry. <laughs> no, man. I am so happy that you are here. And bottom of my heart, man, thank you. we have known each other for almost seven years. I just told you that. Yeah. And, you know, I always want to, you know, have a chat with you about happiness and yep. what makes people happy because the songs that you write and the, your story is phenomenal, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're everything, you know. But I just heard your new song, <clears throat> like last night. Actually, as a matter of fact, I was listening to it, and <laughs> I said, wow, I want to be surrendered. Is that right, Destiny? It's called I Surrender. I Surrender. Yeah. And it was so nice. And I asked you to bring your guitar yeah. oh, that yep, my you listeners can <laughs> listen to your beautiful voice and the beautiful play. Would you give, you know, would well, you? Yeah, Ramin, I just want to say thank you so much for the invitation. Oh, and, you know, um, as you've said, we've been friends for a while. Yeah. And I've been watching your progress and your company grow. And it's like, man, Ramin, he's just rocking it. So that's just so good to see. Um, yeah, no, I just I just wrote a song called, I, it's not re- just written, but I actually just put it on my site and released it. It's called I Surrender, as you said. And the song is is really about the idea that, you know, I found out that, Nothing works until you give up, (laughs) until you give up trying to be anything other than what you really are. And you know me, you know, musician and and creative person, and I've been trying to do things like be a vice president of this and a vice president of that. And it's like, no, man, just 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 do what you are, you know. So I surrendered. (laughs) You know, I, I totally agree with you. You know, we all need to understand that the happiness it's not a, it's, you, you can't find any recipe for it. It's, yeah. it's what yeah. you put out is what you get. Yeah. And it comes within a person. Absolutely. Like, like you make your happy. Mm-hmm. I always say the key to happiness is in your own pocket. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that, but yeah. we're going to talk about that. But I really, one thing, I really love your hat. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Thank you. I, it's really so. And for that reason, I got my own. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you this thing was going to catch up. No, I'm just and kidding. <laughs> I want to be Dr. Pele. No, I, I can't be you, man. I can't be you. But I really, I really love the hat. And I said, I want to wear the hat for this, for this interview. But I hope you like it. But I like yours. But anyway, tell us about the song. And how did you write it? Mm-hmm. What inspired you to write it? And play a little bit for us. I will. Um, I It's part of a song collection called Profitable Happiness. Wow. <laughs> so Profitable Happiness has 20 songs. This is the one that I'm leading with on the website. It's actually got a video on the website. And as I said, it's about surrender. You have to let go and focus on who you truly are or else everything else just keeps going wrong. So let me let me share it with you. Right on. I have climbed the highest mountain Hoping there would lie my 
fortune but was wrong And I swam the deepest ocean seeking treasure and conviction but was wrong So I stopped to reconsider all my oaths of self-deception and I found I was wrong I was wrong So I surrender to you Heaven I surrender to you Clearly I was not made to walk this path alone so I surrender to you heaven I surrender to you humbled here I stand take me as I am back home wow <laughs> wow 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 so, basically you know just hey Bravo. I finally figured it out. I had to let go and quit. <laughs> Bravo. And just focus on me. But, you know, beautiful. that's... Beautiful. What a, a beautiful song. Thank you. That's a I song really, song. really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Where people can... They can they download? Can you... Yeah, it's on, it's on all the outlets like uh, Spotify and, you know, Apple Music, Google, Amazon, everything. So just look for Dr. Pillay uh, or look for Profitable Happiness. Profitable happiness. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the profitable happiness. Mm -hmm. What is the profitable happiness? So what is the story of Yeah, that? profitable happiness is, is really when you refuse to compromise your happiness for your profit. You know, so many people go to work and on Monday mornings they just say, oh, I hate my job. But actually, did you know that the most heart attacks in this world based on research happened on Monday morning at 9 a.m. Really? <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because people, people hate their jobs, and they've, they've, they've settled for this place of seeking profit in the world that has ignored their happiness. And so what I, the people I serve, leaders like, you know, um, you know CEOs and uh, uh, entrepreneurs and coaches and consultants and all those folks that I serve, are people who have decided that when they get to the top of the profit mountain, they want the happiness to also be there. They don't want to leave the happiness behind in search of profit. And I've done the same thing in my life. You know, as I, a couple of years when we talked last, yes. I wasn't playing my music as part of my podcast. You remember or, we were talking about you, that. You actually said, Pelé, why don't you do this Exactly, stuff? I remember. That's what I'm doing now because this is what makes me happy. And, and this goes back to, you know, when I was a young child, in Africa, I, I was, you know, born during the middle of a civil war, 1960, late 1960s. And you just imagine bombs are falling and, and children are dying. I mean, if you've ever seen those black and white pictures with the little kids with the big stomachs dying of hunger every day, that was me. Oh, my God. I was one of those kids, but I'm one of those who survived. And what happened is that the way we survived was really because of my mother. My mother did the most amazing thing in the absence of food the fear of dying of hunger and bombs, she did a very funny thing. She sang to me. She wow. would take my name, Pele, and put it into a song and sing to me. And you know what happened? 
The singing would make me happy. And the happiness would drive away the fear of dying and the fear, uh, the, the hunger. Funny thing is that happiness comes before success. And that's when I learned the lesson that if you want profit, you actually have to start with happiness. Because happiness will divert your attention from all the negatives and all the noise and all the fear and focus you on what you're best at doing, what you love. And that'll take you much further than if you just try to wing it every day. And what, you know what? <laughs> this is this is actually a great you know point. And sometimes I don't understand why people, they don't get where the happiness comes from. And mm -hmm. they don't get that they have to do what they love to do with what they have. Yeah. And, you know, they shoot for the moon, but the land and the dirt. Exactly. And it's, it's just not working. As you said, we have to be happy with what we have. Yeah. And that time, going back to Africa, as you said, mm -hmm. your mother, you know, God bless her, you know, it's just she did what she could yeah. with what she had mm -hmm. with this singing to you mm -hmm. to give you that hope for the future. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so many people, I think you're, to your point, they don't know who they are. You see, we human beings, most of us don't know who we are. I'll give you an example. Um, you may have seen people that when you look at them, they look amazing, like a model or a superstar. But when they open their mouths, everything is, I hate myself. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm the worst person on the planet. And you wonder, how is it that I'm looking at you <laughs> and you are just this, you're perfect. Everything seems right for you, but on the inside of you, everything is wrong. The reason is we don't know how to step back from our own thoughts and our feelings and recognize that we can control our, our thoughts and our feelings. We can change ourselves from within. Like you said, Ramin, happiness is an action. It's something you do. You cause the action, the happiness. Just like my mother caused my happiness, you have a choice. You can either choose to, to, to embrace all the negative things that are happening and flashing by, or you can choose to embrace all the positives. Basically, what you're telling me, they, 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 some people, they're saying, I feel happy. Yes. But they, they, that feeling mm -hmm. is a result of mm -hmm. being happy. Yes. yes. I think that's what I'm getting, that if you're not happy, you're not going to have that feeling. Like, for example, you know, you eat the nice food and you say, I'm happy, but mm -hmm. that's the feeling you mm -hmm. got mm -hmm. because you're happy to do that or what you ate or what you like to eat. Yes, and what, it, what a feeling is, a feeling is actually, <laughs> it's your best thermometer. It's like, a, a, it's like a gauge. It's a way of letting you know what's happening inside of you, your feelings. And so if you want to know, if you want to get happy, if you want to be happy, smile. <laughs> and keep, keep the smile and then pretend to laugh. <laughs> you know, just do silly things like that and you'd be, you'd be shocked. It would trick your own mind into feeling happier. And that's why happiness is something we create. If you listen to certain kinds of music, it will make you feel in a certain way. And if you listen to something else, it'll make you feel a different way. A different way. So it's really all about the mind. We actually have choices inside of our mind, but most people don't know they have that control. They don't know who they are. They don't know how to leverage their own minds. So they stay in the place that is unhappy because it's the easiest thing to do. Basically, you're telling me there is a correlation between the mindset mm -hmm. and then happiness. Absolutely. And... 
Mindset is something that you can control. Most people don't realize How? that. Well, okay. we can. So, so f- for example, everything that you see happening to me and you on the outside is actually evidence of what's happening in the mindset on the inside. It is one-on-one. When you see someone who is doing poorly in life, I guarantee you they're having poor thoughts <laughs> every day. They're allowing all the negatives, allowing all the poor thoughts to dominate. But when I look at you, Ramin, you're always happy. <laughs> this guy's always smiling. He's, something's yeah. always positive with him. Why? Look, at, look on the outside. Look at your results. That's You're controlling your environment from the inside out. A lot of people are doing it from the outside in. They won't wait till they did something happens, get a better salary. Wait till somebody tells them they're great. You know, they're always waiting for the outside world. But you, you, you start everything from the inside. You wake up in the morning, you say, okay, today is going to be a great day. I'm going to go talk to, I'm going to go talk to Dr. Pillay today. I know. I was, (laughs) believe it or not, believe it or not, I was so, Happy seeing you today. I was looking forward. I told my staff that, hey, Dr. Pelé is coming. Oh, it's, it's 2.30, it's 3. Oh, he's going to be here. Because every time that we talk, even I follow you on the LinkedIn, I listen to your music, I listen to, you know, to, you know, the stuff that you put out and what you write and makes me happy. And, you know, and I want to have people like you around me because, as you said, what we do is, is a is a based on the environment that we create for yes. ourselves. Yes. As you said, if you put ourselves in the bad environment, yep. you will see everything bad. Yeah. And and you and I have, remember when we first met, yes. we, we shared our stories. It was so awesome. You and I have the similarity of coming from a place of difficulty. <laughs> Amen. I mean, <laughs> Amen, brother. We, we can just say, let's just put Amen. that. But, but here's the deal. A lot of people think, oh, well, I, I didn't grow up in a difficult place like Dr. Pele and like Ramin. So how am I going to be able to separate these? No. Yep. We all have the control. No matter how lucky you were born, if you choose to be unhappy, you will be miserable. There are some rich, miserable people walking around here. Because <laughs> you, you are the, actually, you are the evidence of that. And I want to tell, you know, our, our viewer and listeners that, you know, you, you were middle of Africa. Mm-hmm. Like with that war and everything else, here you go, doctor, place here. He's a doctor. He's just a study. He just, and you came, you came up from ashes. Come on. It's just, it's a hard yeah. situation, harsh thing. What, how did you shift your mindset? Mm. How Dr. Pelé shift his mindset mm. that adapt to the environment and said, enough is enough. This is what I want to do. I want to be happy and I can achieve mm. whatever I've, I put my mind to. I've been very lucky and it's not because I was able to choose as much as it was I was lucky. Let me tell you how I was lucky. I've been lucky to be someone who had something that was so powerful inside of my life that I could not avoid it. I've tried to avoid it for years and it's simply music. So for me, and I don't mean making money from music, but, but something that kept me happy. So for me, I was always able to fall back on music when I'm, when things are bad. I had something that always made me feel better. And so I feel lucky that way. I don't know if everybody has something like that, but the tighter I've held on to my music, the, the more I've been able to embrace all the positive things, right? Um, I told you I had to make a decision to surrender recently. Well, I was surrendering from this pretending to be, you know, some mogul at a big corporation 
<laughs> you know, I mean, I had, you know, nice salary and all this stuff, but it wasn't me. You can have all these things and still feel miserable inside because you've abandoned your happiness. So I think, um, yes, it's a choice, but we have to, each of us individually has to identify the unique thing that you can hold on to that will keep you grounded. I think, you know, we had that discussion many years ago, I don't know, seven years ago, that mm-hmm. we had this discussion and I ask you, and Dr. Pele, don't you think some people leave they, their life mm-hmm. for the perception of others? Yes. Like they leave the way they think that is good to the eyes of the outsider or strangers. Yeah. And I think... That's the big dilemma right now that people don't understand that. Live for yourself. Yeah. That's where you quit the corporate. Yeah. You were making a lot of money yeah. and you had financially, you know, settled. Everything else is good. But you said, who am I? Exactly. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. And, you know, when you get to that question, I got it there too. I had a corporate job. I still get a corporate job offer. But... And I'm not a millionaire and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm a little fish in a big pond, you know. Yeah. But the thing is that I am happy that I tell these stories because I believe everyone has a story. Yep. And the story of Dr. Palais is going to help so many other people to learn from. That's what we are here. That makes me happy yeah. to help other people, yeah. to give. Absolutely. But if we not surrender ourselves, and does say that, oh, I just want to do what people, they're going to think, oh, I'm successful. Mm-hmm. Because I know people, they drive the Porsche, they drive mm-hmm. this, and they have, but they're miserable. Exactly. They're miserable. Yeah, I think that, you know, <clears throat> part of it is we have to let go of the illusion that we have any control in this world. You know, so many people are frustrated because they try to be so many things and they fail. But... When you stop and you just say, wait a second, who am I? I'm this little fish (laughs) in this huge ocean. This whole universe is just magically here. Everything's perfect and I had nothing to do with it. What audacity do I have to think that I can control everything? And then if you just stop and respect that and then say, you know what? How about I just be myself? (laughs) Whatever I have been created to be, my greatest area of joy why don't, I, why don't I just do that and give back to people from that place? Once you release all these pretensions and desires about external success and start focusing from the inside out, everything changes. Because, you know, I believe people, they don't want to be who they are mm-hmm. because they don't want to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't, if, if you're vulnerable, this is some people believe that, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to be vulnerable because mm-hmm. as soon as I do that, that's the sign of being weak. Yeah. That's the sign of the weakness. Mm-hmm. But we have to be vulnerable. Yeah. If I am not vulnerable, then I'm not going to learn. Yeah. You know, that's not a sign of being a weak. Yeah. That's what people, they hold themselves back mm-hmm. and they said, oh, I don't want to be that person, even yeah. though they want to be that person. Yeah. No, no. I mean, the idea of being vulnerable is huge. I can tell you that. Every time I get in front of a camera and I'm with, you know, my guitar, for example, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm going to make a mistake today. And I do make mistakes sometimes, but you might not hear it because I just keep singing. <laughs> but the same analogy goes for coming out with your business onto social media. Um, if you don't release your true, authentic, vulnerable 
self, whether you're a business or an individual, out on social media where your ideal clients can find you, guess what? They won't find you. And even if they find you, you'll be boring <laughs> because people actually connect emotionally with vulnerability and with um, truth and authenticity. So I always advise you know, the people I work with to put it all out there. Don't, don't, don't be perfect. <laughs> Just put one foot in front of the other and make that post. Even if only you and your wife and your mama <laughs> are the three people who see that post, still put it out and put out another one next week and another one the week after. Because that's how you develop the consistency that will deliver to you eyeballs who care about you just by but being yourself. Why some people, they really don't do it? Why, why do you think? Is it like they want to be perfect? They, they, they have a, a um, I don't know if you've, if, 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 I don't know if we should talk about this. It's a whole topic. Imposter syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> that's another topic. That's a whole different topic. But, you know, people tend to not believe in themselves because... You remember I told you about the example of the very good-looking gentleman or lady who looks like a million dollars over here, and yet when you ask them how they feel inside, their self-image is that they hate themselves. They are not happy. You go, why is it that I can see you looking so good, doing well in life, and yet you looking at yourself, you feel terrible? It's called self-image. And... Those people that you're referring to, they have not cleaned up their self-image and they have not come as they are. If you don't come as you are, the world will never see you. You know, you, you are absolutely right. I tell you a story and I might, I, I might tell you that before, but uh, I was uh, getting a, a speaking gig mm -hmm. at the University of Texas and then uh, it, it was, I was nervous yeah. as everybody else. Public speaking mm -hmm. is a, you get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and I reach out to a friend. I said, hey, listen, I'm going to go on the stage. And I know my topic, but he said four or 500 people. And he said, dude, you know, one advice that I give you, you got to get an accent coach because you speak many languages and then you have an accent. They might not understand you. Yeah. And. And I listened to him, and he gave me a, a phone number of the lady down in L.A. and mm -hmm. Los Angeles, and then I called the lady. Mm -hmm. She was very well-known accent coach. And the first thing she asked me was, why you want to do that? Mm. Why you want to be somebody else? Mm. And she said, I coach actors and actresses mm -hmm. that they want to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. They are going to act are you, going to, are you going to act on a stage or do you <laughs> want to be yourself? Mm. I said, no, I want to be myself. Mm -hmm. And she said, you don't need an accent coach. Be yourself. As yeah. we said it. Yeah. And she said, be yourself. You, you have an accent, so what? Yeah. You yeah. Know, learn how to improve it, not to just change it. Yeah. You, surrender you to are, yourself. Yeah, you surrender to yourself. Yeah. You are who you are. And then make the story short, I did, this speaking. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I got a call three weeks later. It's a, it was a lady in the audience, and she said, hey, can you come and speak for our organization? Mm -hmm. I said, sure. And I said, how did you remember me? She said, your from your accent. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. It, it, it actually, you know, the funny thing when you were saying that, I, I was going to say that um, sometimes your accent can work 
in your favor. Yes. Because everybody knows hasta la vista, baby. Right? Yes. <laughs> That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. And you know, he's made I'll that be back. Yeah, he's made that famous with and his he was accent. a governor. He was a governor. I mean, what else do you want? If America allowed it, he may even he could have probably become president. <laughs> but I don't think I think you have to be born in America. I think is that right? Yeah. But but you know, as you said, the whole uh, you know, the this story is to just believe in yourself. Yeah. yeah. For what you can do and who you are and what you are capable of doing and doing it with love. Absolutely. Do what you love. I'm not saying and, we are perfect. And, and do you know how you become, uh, how you believe in yourself? Enlighten me. A lot of people, I always get this question when I do mindset. Because, you know, I do mindset, marketing. Yep. and Okay. So a lot of people, they think... They think it's fancy talk. You know, it's like it's it's not real. You know, I'm not going to be chanting in my house and saying, I shall be a millionaire. I sh-, you know, all those funny yeah. a- affirmation type of. No, that's not what you do. What you do is you develop a habit of gratitude. So what do I mean by a habit and what do I mean by gratitude? So, again, it's it's our minds. We have a technology in the way our minds work where you can actually trick your mind into doing things for I, you. I believe that. Yeah. So if you if you want to play the guitar, play it every single day, <laughs> period. Develop a habit. If you want to develop any habit in your mind, you have to write down the habit that you want, and you have to constantly think about it and talk about it and sing about it and read about it and get that habit burned into your subconscious mind. And what habit are we talking about? Gratitude. So if I show up and I stub my toe and maybe it gets a little bit bloody, my natural inclination would be, gosh, darn it, (laughs) or something like that. Maybe not as nice. (laughs) But I would say something like that. But when that happens, if you've been burning that habit into your brain, you could say to yourself, thank goodness my foot is still here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can learn to have the perspective of gratitude at all times. I mean, it's so so easy for people to turn on the news. Everything's bad. Everybody's going to hell. Everything's terrible. Or we can focus on all the good things, our children, the, the person we gave $5 on the street two days ago, the lady we helped cross the street last week. You know, what are the things I can be grateful for? And when, when you build that habit, your whole perspective in your life changes. You wake up, wow, I'm here. <laughs> like I'm still here. This is awesome. It's an unbelievable thing to change perspective and you do it through habits. Habits. Because you are right. I, think, I don't think that we are grateful enough as human. No. Like, you know, we should have that attitude for gratitude. Yeah. And if we don't have that, as you said, you know, what is the point of living? You know, if you're not, you're not grateful for the, what God has given you. Yeah. And it's just, again, you know? it's your mind playing tricks on you. Because the reason the attitudes are usually negative is actually a protective device in the mind. The mind through evolution has been our way of surviving. And so we got to make sure that the lion is not going to eat us. <laughs> And we got to make sure that we don't fall into the trap that's been set for the other village over there. And so you're always looking out for what's wrong. What's wrong today? What's wrong tomorrow? You know, and that's why we focus on negatives. But it has forced us into this negative attitude, as you said, that holds us back. 
So when we train our minds to focus on what's positive, things go crazy. Like when I bought my new car, everywhere I went, I saw Teslas. <laughs> yes, that's usually happens. What, and you know why? You because, manifest that. No, no, because, <laughs> because your mind is focused on that. Right, your mind has been trained to look for that. You're right. So when you buy it, all of a sudden you're like, they're everywhere, but they were always there. You just weren't focused on it. You know? This is with the color. They say if you focus on the red color, for example, you see red everywhere. Everywhere. And yet it doesn't mean that red wasn't there before. And it's the same thing in marketing, right? Whatever we focus on in terms of what we believe and think about and put out, it comes back to us. People will recognize it. And it will come back. Is this the law of attraction you're talking about? No. <laughs> no. I, I actually the, the, the funny thing is the funny thing about You know the, what I'm I know talking, what you're talking about. about. The funny thing about the law of attraction is that it has some truth in it. Some. Some, but I don't like to endorse it fully because a lot of people start talking about Sit your home and imagine yeah, you have a check in your mailbox. Exactly. They say how the hell that's gonna Yeah, happen? I'm gonna just think about something and I'm gonna wake up in the morning and I got millions of dollars. I'm sorry. Life is really not a lottery for all of us. Some people get lucky, but life is intention and action. So, um, but when you do take actions and you are consistent, the actions you put out will attract the type of positive responses you want if you put out positive. And this is what, you know, uh, Tony Robbins says all the time that he says that what you put out there, the way you, you, you put things out there, mm -hmm. You know, mentally, it, what you attract. Absolutely. And I think that's true. If you, for example, if sometimes I go park my car, it's a parking lot, and there's no space, and yeah, somebody's going to come out, and I'm going to park. Yeah. And that happens. I don't know, is it magic or whatever? I think I'll put that out there, and, yeah. and uh, vice versa. If you think negative, mm -hmm. then you're going to attract negative. Because that's what your mind is going to be focused on looking for. You know, I always tell people, when you control your mind, mm -hmm. you can achieve anything. Absolutely. Like, it's all about the mindset, man. Navy SEALs people. Mm -hmm. It's not the, who is the biggest one, more muscles. Actually, most of the people that graduate from Navy SEALs, they are actually the skinny ones mm -hmm. because they have a very, very strong mindset. Yeah. They want to break your mind, mm -hmm. you know? And I believe that mindset is a backbone of human's life yeah and you know back to the idea of, of happiness you know i spent a couple of days doing an experiment with myself i wanted to see when i felt happiest and some things some things happened um i got an email from a, a new customer yep i want to go ahead i've just made the payment <laughs> man i got happy real quick <laughs> So I wrote it down. I said, okay, I like it when clients pay me. <laughs> and then I kept tracking my behavior all for those couple of days. And I found out that I was in a client session. I was teaching a, a customer. I do some one-on-one -on -one sessions on marketing. So I was teaching a customer how to use content to attract clients, right? And to be consistent with it. And this customer didn't understand what I was talking about, like, you know, CTA, you know, um, call to action, like, what is that? Like, she didn't want to be salesy, you know, a bunch of problems. And I was able to explain to her exactly what those things are. And she just went, really? I can do this? I can do that? Oh, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to do that. And I felt that same happiness. 
Boom. And I tracked it with my guitar playing and a few other things. And I realized after I wrote my list of all the things that made me happy, I said, that's who I should be. That's all I need to be. I need to be this person. I, you know, I, I had my kids there, my wife and different things that I did with them that made me happy. That's who I want to be from now on. So, so what I did was I put all, I'm now actively put all my efforts to achieving those moments <laughs> because those are my, that makes you much happier. Those are my greatest moments. And you know, what's funny, you keep trying to achieve those moments. Your profit is not going to be far behind. Basically your concept of profitable happiness, once again, is you have to be happy first. Yes. Then you're going to be profitable. Yes. In personal life or and, business. And the, the reason is because far too many people get to the top of the profit mountain and they realize that they're miserable because they left all of those things that actually energize them behind. And they've been under stress trying to do all these other things to achieve that. So all they need to do is bring a little bit of the, the happiness with them. So for me, it could be as simple as I'm going to try to play my guitar more <laughs> because that grounds me. And whenever you get to your mountain of profit, you're going to have your happiness with you. That's the, the Whatever that's Whatever for that you. may be for you. Exactly. Um, I just feel we are on this planet because we are supposed to achieve profitable happiness and give others profitable happiness, help others achieve it. That's why we're all here. But the problem, be honest with you, I see not everybody. We are selfish. Mm. We don't want to really help others. And sometimes I see the people are top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. They are happy, but they are not willing to help other people down there. Yeah. And they think that they take everything. Yeah. Like you can't take it with you. You came to this world naked. Yeah. And you will go out naked. Denzel Washington, in one of his interviews, said very interesting thing. Mm -hmm. He said, have you ever seen a U-Haul behind the hearse? Mm. <laughs> not I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Never seen it. <laughs> Just go to cemetery. I haven't seen it. Yeah. And he's right. Steve yeah. Jobs. All these people, they lost their mm -hmm. lives or, you know, they passed away. And what I'm not saying that money mm -hmm. doesn't bring happiness. Money, yeah. I think brings comfort yeah money is good to achieve the stuff you want to achieve in life but how you're going to use it how you're going to you know help others through that that's a different story yeah i think i think to your point um we have to remember we are not in control we live in a universe that evolves and unfolds and if you look at the universe if you look at trees for example the trees serve us humans by providing oxygen and we serve the trees back by providing carbon dioxide after we breathe in the oxygen. It's a circle. And if we violate, if we violate that service model by refusing to serve other people or hoarding everything for ourselves or whatever, you know, that may be, we will get the results from the universe. <laughs> like the, the, the energy that we put out will, it'll, it'll show up. If you're not helping anybody, you will disintegrate over time. You have to help somebody. You have to serve some, someone or something. That makes you happy. That makes you happy. I have a lot of questions to ask you, Doctor, but we can, you know, you know us. You know me and you, we can, we can talk forever, and I love that. But 
What advice do you have for the people that they really want to reach that happiness? They really want to be happy and content. What advice do you have based on your experience? You've yeah. been you've been so many places. Well, you know, and and I think that could work against me if I talk about everybody, but I'll talk about the people that I'm focused on right now and that is, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or you're, you you have a job and you want to become an entrepreneur, you want to use online marketing to succeed or you're a CEO, you want to market your stuff online, I would say before you do marketing, do mindset. That's so important. (laughs) Mindset must come before marketing. And that's what a lot of people miss. They just jump out, start, I call it copycat marketing. Someone's successful over here, so I'm going to copy that, copy this. So if you want to be profitable and successful, do the mindset work of determining what is your happiness, what is your company's strength? What is your individual happiness or strength? And by determining those things, you can now go into marketing with your eyes wide open, right? Most people just walk in and start trying to do advertising, you know, do all these things, and it falls flat because it's not real. It's not authentic. They want to do everything. Yeah. So my, my best advice is put the happiness before your success, before your profit, before the outcome. Figure out the mindset before you start doing the marketing. Once you've got the mindset clarified, marketing becomes fun. You will be unbeatable. <laughs> exactly. I'm serious. Exactly. Because, you know, I, I totally 100% agree with you that if you're not happy, you're not going to be able to execute. You're not going to do anything. You quit. <laughs> you quit. Yeah. You know why people, they quit their jobs? Because they're not happy. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of them, they make good money. But they're not happy mm-hmm. because, you know, they don't like their job. Yeah. Therefore, your happiness comes first. I would actually add one more thing that I, I, I wish I had said when you first asked, asked, and that is practice happiness. You know, people don't realize that, you know, like, if I do this over and over and over, just like that, I'll actually get good at it. The same thing happens with happiness and with your mind. It is something you practice. So my best advice would be, not only do you identify what makes you happy, practice it, repeat it, develop the habits of gratitude that keep you grounded in happiness and everything else works out. Wonderful, man. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you. And then where my listeners, my viewers, they can find you and reach out to you for, for advice, consulting, and other good stuff that you do. Well, two places. First of all, the, 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 Easiest place is drpele.com. That's D-R-P-E-L-E.com. Um, and then, of course, there's social media. Um, if you just use drpele.com, you'll find me. But the second place is Client Jam, my company, my software. Yeah. Because Client Jam is where I collect everybody that I'm helping or supporting. Some are free, some are paid customers, but everybody gets to practice content marketing. Practice is a big word for me. (laughs) And, you know, the content is everything these days. It's everything. But thank you so much for being here, man. I love to chat with you once again. And, you know, hopefully next time. But, you know, I really enjoyed speaking with you, man. Same here. Same here, Amin. And we'll have to to do this again. You come on my podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) We have so much stuff to talk about. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you.